Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, our people can see that we're faced with a government conspiracy. This government has failed us. The senators who are filibustering concerning your and my rights, that's the government. Don't say it, Southern Senators. This is the government. This is a government filibuster. It's not a segregationist filibuster. It's a government filibuster. Any kind of activity that takes place on the floor of the Congress. All right, baby, here we go once again. True Colors Podcast. I'm your boy, D.U.B., here with my partner, Kyle. What up, Kyle? What's up with it, man? Oh, we got another one brought to you by Sadie J, Dust Spot Radio, Blog Talk Radio. Shout out to everybody listening. You know, hope you're having a good memorial day, good weekend, good barbecue, good weather. We're going to get right into this. Um, sorry for the delay yesterday. We had technical difficulties, but we back at it. Ain't nothing stopping us. We rolling, we rolling. But we're going to get right into this. What was the boy's name you want to talk about, Kyle? Was it Troy Al? Troy Ave, man. <laughs> Troy Ave, man. This dude, this dude done lost his mind, man. I mean, no, he just, think, you know, he ran up. He was at a T.I. party or whatever where he's supposed to be performing at an event. And I still don't know the whole story yet. Some people say he was shooting at Taxstone. Some people say he was shooting at Maino. But either way it goes, you know, for you to just run up, in the club like that and just start opening fire, especially in New York. You know the gun law stuff in New York. Like, you an idiot. You're just an idiot, man. I mean, that's, that, don't make no, that don't make no sense, man. You know, we really got to start thinking. And I really think it just came down to, you know, he probably got fed up. I'm pretty sure, you know, he be checking his social media and everything and seeing all the all the things people been talking about him, so he felt like you know it was a, it was time for him to make a stand. But you know, apparently he shot himself, shot one of his best friends, and I think he shot a female. So I mean, I, I don't. Right now he's looking at some attempted murder, and then if the ballistics come back, they're saying that you know the bullet matched his gun or the murder or the murdered victim. And he he gone. He might as well hang it up, man. Yeah, dude thought he was in a movie or something, huh? Damn. Yeah, he yeah, you know. uh, he he lost his goddamn mind. Like, I mean, brother, you got one of the few things people dream about—a somewhat decent rap career. You get paid to do your music. You had a you had a show with Ti. Like, that's enough. Like, why you go throw all that away? Like, why? You know, why would you wanna why would you wanna throw your future away over some nonsense? I don't even know if he had I don't know if the brother had kids or not, but I'm assuming he, I'm just assuming he has kids and it's like that's how you go out, that's how you end your legacy, that's how you won't and it's on video, ain't it? It's on video, right? Yeah, yeah, it's on video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ye
we didn't listen to the same radio station, you know. Like, I wanted to listen to the new school, but, of course, she wants to listen to the old school. Like, you don't have that division anymore. Like, everybody is pretty much down there the same generation with their kids, which people people know this, but for some reason they don't give a damn. It's like they, they refuse to exercise self-control, even if you want to hear this or do this. No, you got somebody that sees and looks up to you, and if you just can't, if you just can't wrap your hand, wrap your head around that concept, you know the kids go end up destroying themselves, man. You know, kids or kids like they don't know. Kids don't know more than you, but they know more than you think they know. That's why it's important to stay close in their lives and monitor them carefully because they go pick up on stuff. Regardless whether you know it or not, but it's up to us to try to guide that, try to guide those instincts and try to keep them away from certain stuff. Even though you can't keep them away from everything, it's gonna happen eventually. They go hear rap music, they go hear cursing, they go be exposed to stuff that you don't approve of. But you have to put a a stranglehold on that to preserve their innocence as long as you can. Now. I mean, my, my message is, is always comes with a caveat, you know, it's like when we talk about certain things with religion, you know, if, if you can do whatever you want as long as you have the proper understanding and awareness of what's going on. You know, I've I've studied different aspects of music, like, so I understand, you know, classical music, you know, allows your brain to think faster. Like, this is a, re- this is a, a fact, you know, so... Once again, follow the money trail and and the wicked Caucasians at the top. Like you got to understand the reason why they're able to push this thing out because once again they're trying to ruin us. So like once once you get their understanding, then you under you know it, it's it's easy to kind of just cut it off. Right. Yeah, it's just like they did Bill Cosby, man. I can't even. He's supposed to be going back to jail or something. Well, not back, but he's supposed to be going down, right, again or some shit. Yeah, he's, I don't think he's going to make it up out of this one. You know, he did a, a deposition a while back um, saying, like, you know, he he had, I don't know if it was actually sex, but I know it was some type of inappropriate behavior with, with some teenagers. He paid one of them off. And um, the other one, I don't think he did. And his lawyer was actually trying to fight to keep that deposition or get the deposition thrown out. Now, of course, you know, they it's too big now to just let them off the hook. So, you know, after all these all these charges and all these women coming out, like they got something that's going to stick to them. And I think he's going to be facing up to like 10 or 15 years in jail, which, you know, I think at the end of the day, they'll probably get them. But... You know, I, I really don't care about Bill Cosby, man. You know, he fell into the trap that a lot of the black, black, you know, I guess prominent figures fall into, to where they want to shun black people whenever they make it, just to make the the white masses accept them. And you know, everybody does dirt. It's just kind of how life works. So you know, once he once his dirt came out, you know, it's it's a wrap. If they're not gonna support you, and then you come back to us trying to get you know, the black masses and be like, oh, they setting me up. And at this point, a lot of us, we don't even, we don't even care about you no more. Now, whether that's right or wrong, like, that's, I think that's the situation he's finding himself in now. I think they knew about his dirt a long time ago, 
It's just the fact that he wasn't making them any more money, so they had no reason to protect him. So that's what mm-hmm. it was. Like once you no longer are a or a benefit to these people, then they throw you to the wolves. You know, I mean, they might not have hit the button, the panic button, but once, but once they realize, oh well, he's not. You know, he doesn't have a show anymore. He's not. You know, we done made his money. We done made as much money off of Bill Cosby as we can. We don't have anything to lose. Let's go ahead and, and destroy him now before he, you know, before he dies. So we, nobody can ever see his show because his show was a, a legendary show. And it did show black people in a positive light. And that's one of my favorite all-time shows, the Cosby Show. And we will never again see that on television again, you know, because they want to stuff reality TV which is not reality, by the way, but they want to call it that and shove that down our kids' throats. So it's all a part of a bigger picture, and they use Bill Cosby as a as a tool, just like they do to everybody else. Now, you're right. He messed himself up by the way he handled his opinions and the way he did his own people, and now he has nobody but the money that he did make. And once you realize, once people realize their money, it's not everything. Then you will make you would have made smarter decisions in your earlier in your career to not lead you in this position. You know what I'm saying? Not just I yeah. mean, if he did do it, of course not raping, drugging women. You know that's a given. You should know not to do that whether you have money or not. But I mean, once you get on a pedestal, you have to use that pedestal to uplift your people. You can up people with money for some reason forget that you can uplift black people. And still make your money. You don't have to bring down white people to uplift your own people. But for some reason, we never see this. So I hate to see another brother go to jail, regardless, because I don't believe in the U.S. prison system anyway. But you reap what you sow. And in Bill Cosby's case, you get what you didn't sow, which was a good relationship with the black community of this generation. So, nevertheless, let's move on. Who you got? I got to ask you, who you got? Game seven. What's up? I'm going Thunder. What? I, I like, yeah, man, you know, I like the Warriors, but, you know, and I, I do believe Steph Curry is a monster. I feel like right now it's the Thunder year. You know, they, they Westbrook seemed like he's getting better in his choices. You know, they got to get better at closing out the games, of course. But, you know, right now I'm going to go Thunder versus Cavs. And really, I got to say LeBron will probably win because his, I think I think over the last 21 meetings against Kevin Durant, he don't won like 17 of them. So something like that. So I, I just think they're going to let LeBron maul KD to death and, you know, do his, his, usual, his usual foul technique. And you know that's that's probably that's probably what's gonna happen. So I go Cleveland in six. So you you predicting the Western Conference and the finals, huh? Yeah, I know how it's gonna work out. <laughs> so you think Oklahoma City is gonna come up in Oracle Arena and go to State, Oakland, California, and close out the champs? That's what you thinking? Yeah, yeah. I have to disagree, yeah. my brother. Did you see Game Six? I seen it. Did you see it? I seen it. 
I seen it. Nah, you ain't see. You ain't see. You ain't see what I seen. Well, okay, see. Okay, see. Collapsed at the end. They they should have won that game. But they did. I, I mean, Clay, should have won. Should have won. Hitting eleven three. Should have won. I mean, nobody got injured. Nobody. It wasn't. It wasn't a non basketball mistake that cost them the game. They lost the game. I don't so, see Clay Thompson hitting eleven three pointers again. Like I mean, did. I don't, I don't, I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. But that's not the only way Golden State can win. Clay, Steph Curry did not have until until late in the fourth quarter when he hit a couple key shots. He did not have a huge, tremendous game. Steph Curry, you know, Clay Thompson kept him in the game, true. But when the game's on the line, when the stage gets big, we see who prevails, and it's not OKC. It's the champs. They've been here. They've done this. And at home, I think they're going to pull it out. And I think I mean, when Curry, Golden State makes it to the finals, when Golden State makes it to the finals, they will be Cleveland again with a healthy Kyrie and a healthy love, and they pull it out in six against Cleveland. Curry ain't been right. Can see he came back from his knee injury, though. And then, like, the length, the length that uh, OKC putting on him is bothering his shot. You know, he's the marksman. But when you got somebody wingspan almost seven foot in your face, like his arc on his shot has to go up a little bit and it's throwing him off. So ever since he came back with his knee injury and just the whole the length itself of OKC's defenders, he ain't been the same the whole series. So it's gonna have to go more to Clay Thompson, and I don't see Clay Thompson saving the day like that. Not to say he can't, but I just don't see it happening. I don't know. If he's at home, they don't have to because you had a bitch that's going to step up. Like most spades, even though he didn't do nothing game six, the bitch plays big in Golden State because they feed off their energy. Draymond Green, he's back. He had a rough series, but he's back. Andrew Bogue get a hustle. Like Sean Livingston, Eagle Dollar, will play to his potential as an elite defender. And last year's finals MVP. Um, they have talent. They have talent to win, but I think this is going to be a, a hell of a game to see this is going to be one of the best games of the year, I hope, and hopefully we get a good finals regardless of who makes it. But you're wrong. Yeah, I know LeBron done made it. Yeah, he, he, I'm tired of seeing him skate, honestly, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> yeah, he – I don't know why people got – even when the Raptors won a couple of games, you know, I don't know – I don't know why people felt like the Raptors could pull it out. I mean, they ain't have no shot, man. That's the NBA. It's all about superstars. Toronto has yet to have any developed superstars, so they ain't have no chance, man. And I, I would love to see LeBron go to the West, at least for a year or two. Just go to the West. All that shit, he, all that shit, he wouldn't probably make it out the first round if he went to the West. He <laughs> He'd be having a nice Twenty-seven, eight every. Nah, man, you ain't having no twenty-seven, eight every. Not the way you play. Nah, now when you got actual basketball teams on the west, man, I don't know what they got over there on the east. He's been weak since Jordan left, man. Yeah, they had a big three in Boston for a little bit, but other than that, man, I mean, that, it's just it's sad. They need to change the playoff season. This is what, what it's gonna be. Because I'm tired of seeing him go to the finals every year. And everybody acting like, you know, he's he the best thing. And, you know, fail to realize the people he playing against are just horrible basketball teams. 
Exactly. Exactly. Like, they're not horrible. The Eastern Conference is just so young. The Detroit Pistons, they played them first round. They all just play as 23. Um, Atlanta Hawks, they're young. They they don't have what it takes to compete at the elite level of the NBA yet. Maybe in five years there'll be a problem if they can stay together. But they usually don't because the teams are not good in the East. So once somebody emerges themselves and earns a good contract in the East, they take the money and go somewhere else. So that's why the East never really can materialize. And LeBron knows this. So he's never going to go to the West, ever. I mean, he knows better, you know. So he's not going to do anything else to tarnish his legacy, even though he's about to be 2-5 and five in the finals. <laughs> yeah, I hope he loses. Anyhow. I think he's going to win, but I hope he loses. All right. Now, we got um, for people who don't know, there's a documentary called Hidden Colors. There's four series. Hidden Colors 4 has just been released last week in theaters for one night only across the country. Now, let me tell you something. This documentary is one of the most influential and educative programs I've seen in my life. Now, I've only wished, my only regret is that I haven't, I couldn't see anything like this when I was young or in school, like elementary, middle school age, because this documentary specifically details the existence of the black man on this planet Earth. Like, it's not just people talking, complaining. This documentary, Hidden Colors, made by Tariq Nasheed, shout out to him, Tariq Nasheed, what he does is he does his research heavily, and he has doctors and philanthropists such as Nas, KRS-One, Dr. Umar. They all give their knowledge, not just opinion, but knowledge and corrective solutions to the problem of the state of African Americans in this in this world, not just the country, but the world. So... What we're going to talk about today briefly is do you think that if enough people were to witness this documentary, the series Hidden Hidden Colors, that their lives would change, white or black? What do you think? Uh, I, I would like to say yes, but reality is probably no because we don't have you know, which is something they was talking about colors as well. Like right now, our community is really in shambles. Like we're at a crossroads to where, you know, we have us as black people I'm talking about here. For some reason, we have so much empathy and concern about how the other cultures view us that we're not even helping ourselves. Everything we do is meant to ease the other races and the other cultures. I mean, if you just stand back and look at the facts, like these people are out to obliterate us in every way possible. I mean, and and the thing is, it's like, you know, you you talk to a regular, you know, white middle-class person, like, okay, of course. Now, they might not be the individual that's holding you or your people back, but this whole system is made to hold us down. It's made to to kill us. It's made to 
to make sure that we're misinformed, made to make sure that we we turn on each other, mass incarceration, the stuff that we eat, all of that stuff is directed a lot more to the black community than it is anywhere else. Right. So my thing is people people know these things, okay, to a certain degree. Like you might not know every single intricate detail. You might not know every single plot the enemy does against your people, but your subconscious, your common sense knows. The black person, I think, naturally knows that the white person is not in their corner. But for some reason, we continue to base excellence off of what they think. And that's a problem, not realizing that our true excellence exceeds any level of excellence they've ever accomplished in the world. Your potential as a black person on this planet is undeniably great. Like, you are meant for greater things. You know, you're not meant to basically put yourself in a, you're not meant to just work a nine to five and die, so to speak. I think every black person should have some type of hobby, some type of goal as far as learning about themselves every day, whether big or small, because everybody, there's enough money in the world for everybody to be rich, but we know everybody can't be rich, and I, I don't think that's the answer anyway, but we can't be obsessed with making money, but we have to be smarter as to controlling our own livelihood. We have to be obsessed with striving for excellence for our future. You know, like, stop getting pregnant so early, sisters. I mean, you know you're not ready to have a child, even though you might want one. We're not saying don't. Have as many as you can, but if you're too young and you want to, there's something that you want to do with your life, just slow down. You know, you're not, it's going to happen. But we need to, we need to continue to to get ourselves together, we need to build bases and relationships with each other and forget what they think. That's the whole thing. Yeah, but, no. like, I mean, you, you said that you think that black people know, and I honestly don't think that a majority of us do. I mean, I'm talking about the depth of it. I mean, if you yeah, had the I information... Like, I know people don't understand how deep it goes, but they know they know to a small degree. At least I think everybody knows to a small degree. Everybody knows racism still exists. That's all I'm saying. You know, the only people that play dumb about that is the uppity white people, you know, because they have it so easy. So yeah, but I, that's, the, we, that's the problem now. Like, I think you've given them too much credit. They don't know. Like they they do not they do not know, and I'm talking about our people. I mean, you have the you know the the lower class maybe that that might understand a, a little bit, but I'm from the middle class up. Like I don't really think they know because they're too busy trying to incorporate and ingratiate themselves with the Caucasian race. So they still have this imaginary vision in their head that if they just work hard and and you know don't make the Caucasians feel threatened by anything with them, but they feel like they could probably make it to that level. 
and you you just you just can't. Now, of course, you're never gonna get a hundred percent in anything except death, but but a majority of those people, I, I think they're oblivious to the fact that it's a war going on and it's been going on for a while, and it's against melanated people all over the world. Yeah, I'm a child, man. <laughs> y'all done, y'all done got me fired up. I, y'all know I used to sit in the cut and run the board, but y'all done got. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh man, <laughs> bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, man, I just, I'm just so. Up, I, I mean, for, like, like to an extent, I, I agree with Kyle, but no, people know, especially because. I mean, it's, I mean, it's so many. A lot of folks just be sharing these posts, but they don't do nothing about this crap. It's just like doing here colors for. They were talking about. Okay, um, a lot of people like if, if we only if we exchange money in our own community over and over again, it would control what's going on. <clears throat> and, and the thing is, like he was saying, if you ha- like, for instance. It's understandable if there's some products that aren't black owned. Like there's gonna be there's gonna be some of those cases where they where that is the case. Then it's understandable. Buy what you need, but try every conservative effort to buy within your own community, so that we. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, the power is determined by where the money is going, and we and we make up about eighty five percent of the of the economy that's being spent. Um, in in these stores or whatnot, but yet it's not coming back into our own community, and that's just that's ridiculous. We don't, like that, we stuff don't. like that is part of the problem. That's why we are at war because we don't have the capital to sustain that. It's the same thing. Like I remember y'all talking about voting um, about a few weeks ago. A lot of people don't realize this. The key thing is about here's the thing about voting. What people need to worry about, what the most important thing is not the voting, it's the registering. Because you register, you are you, now you're you're on paper as one of the black people that's registered, and then now you know if you don't vote in the primary, people are like, okay, well they we didn't have these African Americans voting, so now they got to kiss ass to you to um, yeah, you know, to try to get your vote. Though. That's what it is. The and then they. The vote is power as well, so make them kiss ass to you. Look, the vote the oh, vote yeah. has <laughs> absolutely no power. The vote has absolutely no power. That is obsolete to the black community because you have one side in the Republicans that know that we're already going to vote Democrat because they, they, they have such harsh feelings against the blacks. So then you have Democrats that already know that they're going – they're entitled to the black vote or think they're entitled to the black vote because – we won't vote Republican. So the only way well, that's the thing, we need not we vote at all. We need to be silly and start our own party and just say, "Hey, we'll pick." Um, if if you don't interest us, we're gonna vote somewhere in our own party. So the only way that it's possible that control the, the power told, of balance too. I've told Dub this before: is the way that we make an impact on that system is first of all we have to get ourselves together as a community. We build our community and have backing power through economics and and resources behind us. With that money, we get a lobbyist. The lobbyist, then we start getting our, our needs met. 
that's exactly how it works. Other than that, I mean, you telling me to just go vote on on? Oh no, just register. I, I I don't care if you vote or not. I don't really care about the the voting part. It's the registering. The registering is most important because now you're on paper as being registered. And now they get mad because they want to know why did why didn't they vote why didn't they vote so when you if you got millions of us registered and not that many of us voting that makes them you know now they got to kiss ass they, us because we not they because they want to know like damn why why didn't why they didn't vote why didn't you vote the only way that they care about our vote is if it affects them economically the money if we don't have any money like for for example Hennessy if every black person stopped buying Hennessy, I think Hennessy's customer is like 80% black. If we all stop buying Hennessy, they go bankrupt. They go they go bankrupt. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm on my Twitter. I try to get us to all come together, and I said, well, if I can reach, whether well, it's, a, it's a long, it's, I know it's a long, hard goal. If I can reach 500,000 people and have 500,000 followers, I want to pick a small black-owned black business. And we all start buying a product. Now it might be toilet tissue, it might be whatever, whatever small. But we can make that black owner a millionaire that quick. And then you continue to do that with other businesses. Then they see we have the financial backing, we have the resources, we have the togetherness. We take that profit, go to a lobbyist. This is what we need, and it'll work. It'll happen. We have to think about it. The Caucasian system is all about economics. They don't care about anything else. Economics leads to power, which is all they want. Yeah. Let me get up in this bitch. Let me get up in this this group orgy. <laughs> now to agree with Kyle, to agree with Kyle, now politics is all about money. That's it. Now all we need to do, I, I'm not gonna say all because it's it's easier said than done, is to pick you back to pick you back off of Kyle. We do need. We have money. We have enough money. But the black people with the money. Don't give a damn, you know. Like all we need, it doesn't take a hundred million dollars. You know what I'm saying? It'd be nice if we had that to give to the lobbyists and give to the politicians. But we don't need a hundred kajillion dollars right now. We just need a relatively small amount, according to the political scale, such as five, ten million dollars. And there's enough black people with money out there right now that put their money together collectively and look out for the neighborhoods which they came from. But they don't think like that. They they constantly think about how can they make more money for themselves. And that's the programming that we have to stop people. Like, money comes power. And if you don't know how to use it, regardless, other than to make more money for yourself, you're not helping anybody. And that money will eventually depreciate in value. You know, you have to learn how to work your jelly while you got it. But on that note, when we come back from this break, we're going to get into the topic of water in our society, not just about Flint, Michigan water. We're going to touch on that too, but we're going to touch on this water situation, this water crisis in our in our country because it's getting out of hand, and I don't, I don't hear anybody talking about this. So I'm going to take it to another – I'm going to turn the tables a little bit, and we're going to touch on this water, and I'm going to hit you on – we're going to put you up on game on a lot of facts a lot of truth about where the money's going and why the water in black communities and really all over the U.S. is basically either disappearing or basically unusable. 
you know, which is unheard of in, in the richest country in the world. So, Cobb, go ahead and take us into this break. Who you got for the for the song of the week? All right, for the um, well, first off, first off, I wanna um, I'm gonna start introducing black owned businesses and you know black products. So uh, this week I want to introduce an app called Trade Circle. Trade Circle, that's on the iPhone and the Android app, and it got a bunch of black-owned businesses. And you know, if you need different things, you can put money into our community. Um, so once again, that's Trade Circle. And then the song of the week comes from a, a brother that that sent me some music with a message. It's called um, '86, and that's by Preach. If you want to get in touch with him. Um, you can uh, find them at Black Madonna, that's B-L-A-Q-U-E-M-A-D-O-N-N-A, or at The Real Preach. So once again, song called 86, man. We'll be back after the break. Back like it's 86. Uh, let's take it back like it's 86. 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 Can't go with the kicks. Tim the age of zero six. Staring through the ghetto fence. Reverend run that tricky. Ronald Reagan was the president. Barely heard a crack and we had fathers in our residence. Ignorance and innocence. Same difference in a sense. But he had that innocence. Knew that there was something. What well, ain't adding up arithmetic? Error and addition meant. Numbers never multiplied. Our family was struggling. Uncles, they was hustling. Hair running, corner dice. Grandma told me Jesus was the Lord and he made sacrifice. Daddy trying to make the ring. Daddy keeping on the lights. Ain't that the definition when they say for you he gave his life? Coins in the collection plate. Couple crumbs on our dinner plates. Praying to the heavens that he visit on election day. Father told me how they murdered Martin at the day of case. They called us Generation X, nigga. Which really meant they was plotting on how to X, niggas. No more Elijah Muhammad's or Malcolm X, niggas. To St. Levert Jules, Scarewell Hex, niggas. I know they feel it in the air now. You feel the soul when it's risen after it's hell down. Take it back to 88 colors, it's everywhere now. Next day, these youngsters just game banging in their town. Oh, it's just coincidence, nigga. Scarface movies for crack dealers to wish bigger. Young blind souls can't see it. I paint a clear picture. Instagram that. Say we ain't held back. Your honor motion to beg differ. Crack flooding the block man no now river. 25 to life for a dime rock. They try rigging. Now they under Jim Crow laws. If this ain't Hell's Kitchen, then what is, nigga? I need a clear description. Separate history from a written fiction. Separate his story from his fiction. I know it's over their head like synagogue cylinders. Is this the end or just a new genesis? The closest one to you can be the most venomous. Whole generations missing and who's killing them? This is a war zone, feel the adrenaline. And the soccer is still to be continued. If life is a motion picture, then it's the preview. Shit is so cinematic, I pull the reel through forever living. These cowards can never kill you, brute. I understand that I'm following the great white father, Bobby Kennedy. I understand last night he told you a couple of things. Now I want to put some of them in perspective for you. When he said the world belongs to you, that comes from a great black man by the name of Frederick Douglass. He said the world belongs to you.
Nice song, man. I like that. I like that, man. Who was that again? Tell them who that was, Kyle. Uh, and once again, you can hit them up at the real priest, T-H-A-R-E-A-L-P-R-E-A-C-H. Brother got talent, man. Yeah, I like that joint right there. All right, um, the water system in this country is under siege right now. A lot of people don't realize that we see stuff about playing on TV, which is horrible, of course. But that's not the only city. There's tons of cities in the in America that's under siege with this water, and mostly, of course, in black neighborhoods, low income neighborhoods. But the reason that they're not telling you is because the prob they knew the problem was going to happen sooner or later around this time, but they're not doing anything about it until now. Until they wait till the problem comes to a head. Then they want to do something because they knew that this problem would not affect the higher upper class. It's only affecting the middle class, the low middle class or lower, in my opinion, because white people are always 10 steps ahead with this type of gentrification. So a lot of people want to know why now, why now, you know, and that's because in the next 20 years, the Environmental Protection Agency, or the EPA, estimates the total cost of revitalizing water pipes and treatment plants would run about $384 billion in the near future. Now, across the country, water is flowing through pipes that are long past the expiration date. Some of the oldest pipes still in use are built from cast iron in the late 1880s. You heard me, 1880s. These are the pipes that are still being in use in 2016. They were expected to last about 120 years. Newer pipes built during the post-World War II boom were designed to last about 75 years. Now, activists drew attention to the routine dehumanization, dehumanization, ah, excuse me, the dehumanization of black and brown bodies by law enforcement. The majority of shutoff notices went to homes in predominantly black neighborhoods. By May 15, 1,600 homes lost their water. Now, this happened in the city of Baltimore around the time where Freddie Gray, people were protesting about Freddie Gray. Now, imagine that if you paid your water bill, you paid your rent, but you still lose water. A lot of people was watching CNN and thought a lot of these riots were due to Freddie Gray and that the city of Baltimore was so pissed off because they killed Freddie Gray, which was horrible, by the way. But what they never told you was that these people are going home to no water. Like, they can't bathe. They can't drink. They can't brush their teeth unless they buy water. Like, they live in, like, third world countries in the United States of America, but they... But they shielding it with Freddie Gray. You know what I'm saying? This is how they do. You know, nobody knew that. You know what I'm saying? They, as far as water concerns, all you see, all you hear is Flint. You know, this is happening right under our nose, people. So, I mean, this is the monster that we're dealing with. You know, a lot of people, that's what, that's what we get into earlier about people just don't know. You know, you have to know these type of things to know the type of enemy that you're dealing with. These people are basically losing a human right 
that they don't deserve for no reason. And this is why you had all these riots in Baltimore and so and people just walking out of school pissed off. You know, this is how they treat our people. And Baltimore, Maryland is of course a ninety percent black black city. So where else would it happen? You know what I mean? It just gets to me on a personal level because nobody seems to really highlight the injustices as far as they take away such necessity and we still make it, you know? But they hide it with their media and their lies and and they knew about this over 200 years ago. You know, that's why nobody gets fired and nobody gets reprimanded when these type of crises happen because it's all a part of an elaborate plan to kill us. You know, do you agree with me on that? Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of it is, too. Like, you have to, the way I look at it, I always look at it as a war type analogy. And, you know, you got to know where your enemies are at and the people that you're going to war with. So how do they know specifically how to attack the communities that are majority, minority? And once again, I think I said it on maybe last week's episode or the week before that, when the when the Federal Housing Administration came into effect, they strategically separated the minorities from the Caucasian people. So you know where the minority and, you know, the lower, the lower poor economic-based people are. Okay, so they actually, you know, keep track of stats and all this stuff. So according to the EPA, 75% of black people live in high vulnerability zones. Now, if you look that up, that's, you know, um, where in your community you are, you have a higher chance of having bad water, you know, the, the bad waste, the chemicals. 75% 75% of black people in the U.S. live in those type of zones. 60% of Latinos live in those type of zones. These are the people that they group together intentionally, and now they have they have problems with the water. They have problems with the air. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, when you live in a, in a poor community, you have a higher chance of asthma. You have a higher chance of of all these different type of diseases, and that happens because we were grouped. It was intentional, people. I mean, we have to start. We have to stop giving them the excuse that they wouldn't do these type of things. Like it's clear, it's on record, it's on history. Every time something like this happens, it always affects the poor black communities or the poor Latino communities or the minorities in general first. You don't see this type of stuff happening in Beverly Hills, and it's a reason why, because they know that that community is white-based. They know that that community is the people that they want to cater to. They don't care about catering to us. This is a war, people. This is how they look at it. This is how we need to start looking at it. Yeah, now, and the reason why it doesn't happen in rich communities is because, if necessary, they have the money to get these problems fixed, even if it costs, I think, the city of Baltimore, they've already paid $40 million. Department of Public Works Director Rudy Child pointed to delinquent bills in the city of Baltimore 
a forty million saying they want to make sure their citizens pay their pay their fair share. Now the citizens of Baltimore water bill will have to triple, if not quadruple, for these people to reach a forty million dollar water bill, which is outrageous. Now, but what he failed to disclose, you know, after I kept digging, is that because I know sixteen hundred homes didn't just stop paying that damn water bill. Okay, so what he failed to mention is that the responsibility for this debt does not entirely lie with the residents, of course. In fact, Baltimore has given away much more than $40 million to Wall Street to pay for toxic interest rate swaps. These toxic, these toxic swaps or complex financial instruments that banks pitch to government entities, often without proper explanation of the risk involved, of course, they just sign and shit as a way to save money on infrastructure projects. So basically that means, to pause that there, that means that these people that are being elected to these positions that have the power over our damn water supply or just signing paperwork to save a quick dollar, not reading the fine print to the bank and the corporate world. That's why I disagree. You say they just signing paper. They have meetings on this stuff. They talk about this stuff. They're not just like a paper just don't come across their desk. Like it comes across, they read it, they have a meeting. Okay, if I sign this, who will it affect? They specifically know what community it will affect. It's a hundred percent intentional. It's not it's not it's not just they sign the stuff to move stuff out the way. You have to put the onus on them and for our people to understand, like these people hate you. These I am, people I mean, are not your friends. I am putting the onus on these people because they do not they do not care. Like you're right, they don't care. And I'm not saying that they just not reading like they didn't know, you know, if that's what I can't if that's what you got off of it. But they read that they saving money to make themselves look good in the meantime and in the long run who's gonna fuck the bill? The people. And so facing both crumbling infrastructures and falling revenues due in part to a declining federal support for infrastructure projects, many of the water departments officially signed on to this. Baltimore basically I mean, punished vulnerable, huh? I, I, I was going to talk about Flint, but go ahead. Go to finish your thought. I was just saying Baltimore basically punished vulnerable residents for a crisis that they didn't even cause. To wrap that up, you know, this is what these people behind these desks are doing. People, they are deliberately creating, they are deliberately brainstorming ways to screw us over. Now, these pipes have been underground and have been in use since the 1800s. That should tell you something right there. They knew these pipes weren't getting replaced when they put them in. They knew, they knew the zone black and Latino people to these areas with these old pipes and these these old foundations and and all this nonsense, because they knew it was going to happen. They knew it. Once again, that's why nobody's getting fired, nobody's getting reprimanded, because they knew it was coming. Now, will it go away? You take Flint, Flint, for instance, yo. I mean, GM complained to Flint way before, you know, the whole crisis came out, and they said, hey, the water that we're using are rusting our parts. So we don't want to use this water anymore. This water's bad water. 
they did was they gave GM a special connection hookup for clean water. While the citizens, kids, children in the area that is majority black is drinking this water that's rusting parts, causing lead poisoning to children, which has irreversible effects on anybody that drinks it. So it's 100% intentional. Um, if they wanted to stop it a long time ago, they they could have. They had the information. And, I mean, once again, like I always say with Caucasians, you follow follow the money. Okay, so the wife of the governor's chief of staff is the largest owner of private water in that city or in that state. So it's not like they don't – they have connections. They know all the things that they're doing. I mean, we just got to start standing up and realizing this, people. I mean, I don't know what else we have to do or how many attacks they have to make on our children, our families, our moms, our brothers, our sisters, for us to realize, like, these people are not our friends, never have been in history, never will be. And once again, you don't get 100% of anything that you do, but you got to always go by the majority. And the majority of Caucasians do not care about black people. Or Latino people, any minority, they do not care. Yeah, they they care more about the Latino than the black community because they want to push this out and bring the Latino community in for the new workforce. They done with slavery, so they done with us. So now they wiping us out. But anyway, yeah. So let me. I was gonna say, um, you know, I I don't know if you remember. But, you know, I, I somewhat remember to where, like, you know, uh, sodas and different beverages that we got from, from the store didn't have an expiration date. And do you know the reason why they they started to put expiration dates on it was because they got hit with a lawsuit for almost $200 million because they understood that soda goes bad. The, they used to, you know, tell the public, you know, soda doesn't doesn't get bad, drink it. You can keep it however long you want to. It'll be great, okay? But behind the scenes, they understood that soda went bad after a while. So what they would do with these with these sodas that's out of date is they would ship them to the black community and minority communities. They wouldn't ship them to the Caucasian communities. They wouldn't ship them to, to the OC and all this crap. Orange, California, they would specifically send it to minority areas and have us drink them. So we found out, of course, sued. It was a $200 million lawsuit that Coca-Cola had to pay. And in result, they had to start putting expiration dates on sodas and other beverages. So it's once again, it's, this is intentional war, war for it that they're, they're doing to us. And we just got to wake up, man. I mean, that's not, they've been doing that for years. It's not just with soda, but they they do that with produce. White folks get all the good produce, all the good meat, and all the secondary, secondhand, pick-through stuff that they don't want, we get in our grocery stores. You know what I'm saying? We get the second-rate fruits and veggies. You know? We get the second-rate We get the second rate food. We get the second-rate water. You know? All the, all the stuff that they don't want, they ship it to us. And we have no choice unless we want to drive across town, and we have no choice but to buy it. You know, they, I don't, I never seen a church's chicken in a predominantly high society, high white society neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? We get that greasy shit. You know, it's obvious that they want us dead. Now, 
in California, they have a slightly different problem as far as water concerns. Their water is is disappearing on the West Coast. Now, my thoughts is how the hell is your water disappearing and you want a water shortage and you right there next to the Pacific Ocean? See, something's not adding up. Now, I understand population. Now, California is the biggest state in the country, and population is huge, but there should be plenty. It's more water than land in this world, people. How the hell? There's no such thing as a water shortage. Don't buy that. Now, it's a shortage of clean water on this on this country. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly, but there will never be a shortage of water in this world, especially for, with global warming and the ice caps continuing, continually to melt. Like, it's going to be even more water. Don't let them tell you no different. You know, it's going to always be, be water, but the problem is they're contaminating the water and destroying the water and not telling you. Okay? No such thing as a water shortage. It's a water crisis, not a shortage. There's plenty of water. They're just not taking care of it. On that note, we're going to wrap this up. You got anything else to add about the water crisis, my brother? No, man. I'm, I mean, once again, I just would like to tell our people to 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 know your enemy, like I like to say. You know, you got to study the people you want to defeat. And once you once you start digging into those issues, whether it be water, whether it be food, whether it be anything that you feel like affects our community, then you need to gain knowledge, wisdom, so you'll be able to operate in a way to where you won't be able to be lied to or misinformed, and you'll be able to, to spot off the bat somebody feeding you, you know, a bunch of bullshit. Well, there it is. We're going to wrap this up, baby. True Colors Podcast. We gave you another one. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, Shout man, you can hit me baby. up. So you can hit me up at True Color Podcast. It's T-R-U-C-O-L-O-R Podcast. No S. That's about it for me, man. I then. Um, shout out to Sadie J, Dust by Radio, crashing the show, getting it in. Um, you can reach us on Facebook, like us on Facebook, True Colors Podcast on Facebook. I'm D-U-B with Cobb, and we out. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.